Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. standing and just um, you know talk to God say Lord speak to me speak to me speak to me let my eyes be open let my ears be open let my heart perceive let me receive of you this morning let something new happen to me thank you precious Holy Spirit I just want you to be sensitive this moment Father we ask that your word will have free course in this house this morning we ask that the entrance of your word will bring light, illumination, and understanding to the simple. Lives will be changed and transformed in the name of Jesus. Satan has no place here. Has no authority here. Jesus rules and reigns in this place. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Let your word come with simplicity, with accuracy. And a demonstration of the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you Father. In Jesus precious name. Have your seat in God's presence. I want you to listen. On Wednesday I began talking about. The best is yet to come. I began talking about the best is yet to come. Because God told me he said. That whatever. They have enjoyed. Up until now. They shouldn't settle for it. Because. The best is yet to come. And then this morning when I woke up, he said to me again, he said, greater is coming. He said, greater is coming. So I, I woke up in the morning, went to the living room and sat down and just worshipped him in his presence. And I said, God, what do you want to tell your people today? What is it you want to say? What, what, what is it you want to communicate to their heart? And he said to me, greater is coming. God's best is never in the past. He specializes in outdoing the previous. He's a master at outdoing what he has done before. He's a master at it. He wants what's ahead to be better than what we left behind. If you look at God, he wants what's in front of you, what's ahead of you, to be better than anything you left behind. That's our God. That's his MO. That's his plan. That's his idea. That's what he, he thrives on. That's what he lives on. Isaiah 43 from verse 18. He says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry places. So I'm reading the scripture. And I'm seeing a God who is saying, who started in um, chapter 43 by talking about the awesome things that he has done. Talking about the great things. I'm the God that delivered you from the Egyptians. I'm the God that, 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 that part the Red Sea for you. I did this, I did that. And then he got to verse 18 and said, forget all that. I'm about to do something new. So I realized that God is not saying I should forget my bad past. He's saying I should forget my good past. You're not getting me. He's not, he's not talking about the things that didn't, that didn't go right. He's talking 
talking about the things that went right. He's talking about the successes you had in 2019. He's talking about the things that went well in January, went well in February, went well in March. He's not concerned about the things that didn't do well. He's not concerned. Because if you look at it, the way he introduced himself, he didn't say all the things that the Egyptians could not, the Israelites could not accomplish. He said all the things they, that he did for them. I'm the God that did this. I'm the God that did it. I saved you. I helped you. But he now got to verse 18 and said, you know what? Forget all that. Because I'm going to do something new. So when I got to that point, I said, people always think that when God says, hey, forget about it. He's saying forget about the bad things that happened to you. No, he's not concerned. Why? Because he doesn't see them. He doesn't see them. Why? Because those things don't help you to move forward. So he says, remember the good things. When you remember them, forget about it. Because when you are remembering, you are saying to me that you are the God that did this for me, you can do this one. You are the God that did this in January, you can do this one. You are the God that did this in February, you can do this one. And then you keep on remembering the good things. And he says when you are done, say forget about it. Because I'm the God that specializes in superseding the things I've done before. So he said to me, greater is coming. Say to someone, greater is coming. He said, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry wasteland. So I'm asking myself, if God is saying I will make a pathway in the wilderness, and then we find ourselves in the wilderness, if we are a candidate for a pathway. You find yourself in dry places. You are a candidate for the supernatural of God. So that something is not going well with you is that you qualify for the supernatural of God. That's what he's saying. So how will God make uh, rivers in dry wasteland when the wasteland is not dry? So when you see a wasteland that is dry, you rejoice. <laughs> Why? Because that's a candidate for God to make it a wetland. That's a candidate for God to make it a good land. You see yourself in the desert. What did they say? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. So you're stuck. In a situation, you're stuck on something. You see something is not going the way you planned it. And you look like, oh God, I'm in the wilderness. You rejoice. Why? Because it's only in the wilderness that he will make a pathway. If there's a way there again, there's no need for him to make a way. But you see that there is no way. That is the time you rejoice. And say, because there is no way, this is the right atmosphere for God to make a way. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. So no matter how good the past is, God is saying, greater is coming, better is coming. That's his ammo. That's his plan. He outdoes what he has done before. And some of you may say that, look, pastor, it's not really been good. It's not been easy, you know, and all that. But it's not about what has been good. It's about the goodness of God. It's about the goodness of God. If you can pick out just one goodness of God, one faithfulness of God, then be expectant. Let me read a translation for you. If you have that translation, um, message translation Isaiah 43 do you have it from verse 18 okay forget about what's happened don't keep going over old history that's what God calls it old history yes I'm the one that did it but it's old history go ahead continue even if it was done yesterday if the miracle you got was yesterday God is saying today is a fresh day Expect something supernatural. Expect something new, something different, something that will blow your mind. Why? Because I'm God. He said, be alert. Be present. I'm 
about to do something brand new. That's the God that we serve. He said, be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. Something brand new. So you begin to pick the faithfulness of God. You pick the blessings of God, the goodness of God. And you are alert about it. You recognize that it's God that has done this. And you are saying to God that if you can do this, then you can do the other one. So you recognize that God has been your source. He's been your sustenance. He's been your faithfulness. And he's been the one that is able to identify, and you're able to identify the hand of God in your past. Then his word is coming to you today. Saying, greater is coming. Greater is coming. But you have to identify the hand of God in the past. Not what did not go right. But all the things that God did for you. And then you celebrate it. You rejoice in it. And you're saying to yourself, if God can do this, then he can do the other one. Glory to God. He never takes from us. He supplies. He adds. He increases. He multiplies. It may look like things are diminishing. It may look like it's not going according to plan. It's reducing. It's fading. It's losing. It's falling. It may look like all that. It may look like you're not even making progress. But the moment you begin to identify the goodness of God, from January up until December, you are qualifying yourself for the new things that God is about to do. You are qualifying yourself for the greater that it is to come. Hallelujah. I'll give you two illustrations. One of them is David. David, if you read 1 Samuel chapter 17, David was a young guy. All he was doing was to tend the sheep. And then from time to time, he would take um, food to his brothers in the battlefront. And that's all he was doing. And he was doing it diligently. was doing it well. Yes. And that was the task that was given to him. But something happened in between. Something happened at that time. It looks like a regular occurrence. It looked like something that happens regularly. It looks like an everyday thing. But this particular day was different. This particular day, something was going to change. Something was going to change that day. Somebody, God is telling me, the routine that you think is routine, one day you'll wake up to that routine and it will be the changing day for you. It will be the changing day for you. Hallelujah. So David was there. Let's go there first time chapter 17. Let me start reading from verse 12. First Samuel chapter 17. Glory to God. It says, Now David was the son of that epiphyte of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse, and who had eight sons. And the man was old, advanced in years, and the days of Saul, in the days of Saul. The three oldest sons of Jesse had gone to follow Saul to battle. The names of the three sons who went to battle were Eliab, firstborn, next to him Abinadab and the third Shammah. David was the youngest and the three oldest followed Saul. But David occasionally went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near and presented himself forty days, morning and evening. Then Jesse said to his son David, take now for your brothers an ephah of this dried grain and these ten loaves and run to your brothers at the camp and carry these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousands and see how your brothers fare and bring back news of them. Now Saul and they and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. It was a normal routine for David. He had done 
had several times. He had taken food to them. He had gone to minister to Saul. He had come back to his father. It was a normal routine. But this particular day, something was going to change. And what changed had everything to do with David recognizing that God was in his past. Greater was about to come for David. But he recognized that there was a God in his past. How did he do it? So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with the keeper. The same routine and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he had to the camp and he came to the camp as the enemy was going out to fight and shouting for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up the battle array, army against army. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper, ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers as he talked with them. You know, let me give you the story. So he got there, I was talking to them, ah, what's happening here? They began to tell him this and this is what's happening. And this is the champion of the Philistines. They are, they are saying this. They've been insulting us. They've been defying the God of Israel and all that. And they began to ask, okay, what shall happen to the man that will defeat this guy? And, and they told him and his brother shot him up. And he, kept, he went, left this one, went to another one. What shall happen? He wanted to know. He wanted to know. Look at what happened. Look at what happened. Verse 29. And David said, after his brother shut him up, I said, look, I know your insolence. He said, what have I done? Is there not a cause? He turned from him, went to another person, spoke the same thing. And then David now went to Saul and said, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistines. Why was he that bold? Why did he have that courage? Because he recognized. There was a statement he made to Saul. Look at that statement he made to Saul. He said, verse 34. But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from his mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its bed and I struck it and killed it. He said, your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Test practice complete. Test practice complete. He had antecedent that he can refer to and say, God has been good to me. He delivered me from the lion. He delivered me from the bear. I remember the goodness of God. I remember how God has been faithful to me. So this one will not be an exception. That was David's mindset. That was what was in his heart. I remember so many a times when situations happen to us. A lion comes. A bear comes. We are running from those challenges. And God is saying, look, greater is coming. A Goliath is coming that you will defeat and get to the palace. This small thing that is happening to you, defeat it once and for all. Overcome it once and for all. Because greater is coming. Greater is coming. So when you remember, many a times when, we've not, when we're not able to enjoy the goodness of God, it's because we cannot remember the things that God has done for us. We cannot look back and say, hey, I remember when I was broke, busted and disgusted and God came and showed up for me. I remember when I didn't have a car, I came to church just like everybody else. It was a normal day, normal routine, normal procedure. I've been coming to church every other day and I left church that day and I had a brand new car. I had a great car. Oh wow, I remember. Then tomorrow, someone tells you that there's a debt you need to pay. It's 10 million. You say, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I remember one Sunday, I came to church and I walked, but God surprised me. I drove back home. You remember. 
but because we've not had experiences of God, we've not had testimonies of God. So there's nothing to remember. But David said, Goliath, the reason I'm going to defeat you is because I remember the goodness of God. I remember how God helped me. I remember how God saved me. He saved me from the bear. He saved me from the lion. This Goliath will be like one of them. This Goliath will be like one of them. And that's exactly what happened. The other illustration again is Joshua. He said, look, when I was 40 years old, Moses told us to go and take the city. And we went, Caleb and I. He said, I have as much strength now than I had when I was 40 years. He said, give me this mountain. Why? Because I remember a God. 40 years ago, everybody said we couldn't do it. But Caleb and I said it can be done. And because we stood by God, we did it. So if this is coming again, we will do it. So God is saying, greater is coming. Greater is coming. Don't let the small challenges mess you up. Trust God, overcome it. Because the one that will take you to the palace is coming. I said the one that will take you to the palace is coming. It's coming. So trust God. So I'm here to tell you today, remember the Lord your God. Remember his faithfulness. Remember his goodness. Remember everything that he has done for you. Remember it. Because a greater is coming. A greater is coming. A greater is coming. You think you've seen the hand of God? You think you've seen the goodness of God? No. Greater is coming. He said, forget it. I'm the one that did it. Yes, forget it. I gave you a calf. Yes, forget it. I gave you promotion. Yes, forget it. Greater is coming. I saved you. I protected you. Yes, forget it. I'm the one that did it, but greater is coming. So you use that to draw strength and draw for greater. Who says that the boss that called you and said, look, yesterday I said, look, we, we, we promoted you. Sunday night, God will say, because greater is coming. Call her again and tell her she's been promoted again. That's great. You can't understand it. I've been there before. I applied for a job. I got the job. The man saw my CV, looked at it and said, you know what? He packed all these piles of CV in front of him, pushed it away. I said, I found what I'm looking for. That's you. I said, oh, okay, good sir. He said, I need to see the owners of the company. I went there, had the interview with them. They saw me and said, you know what? I had not started. They promoted me gave me a salary increase. I had not started the job. I had not started. Why? When God wants to do greater, he wants to do greater. Irrespective. That's his specialty. That's what he wants. But you have to remember. You know that there is a God that did this for you. When this happened. When that happened. So because of that, you draw strength from it and say, come what may. This Goliath will not kill me. So you find certain things coming against you. God is saying to you, you don't understand overcome this thing. Behind this Goliath is the palace. Behind this Goliath is the palace overcoming. Glory to God. And this season, stand to your feet, is a season of opportunities. Opportunities are coming your way. Remember the faithfulness of God. It will lead you to greater things. It will lead you to greater things. It's a season of opportunities, yes, but remember the faithfulness of God. Remember the goodness of God. Because in this season, opportunities that will show up will not make sense. But you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready to see it, embrace it, receive it. They will not make sense. They will not make sense. Lift your hands to heaven. 
goodness. I remember your faithfulness. I remember how you've been good to me. From January to February to March, April, May, June, July, August, September, up until December, your goodness has kept me. Your faithfulness has helped me. When I didn't have you provided, when I looked like the situation was going to kill me, you set me free. You delivered me. You helped me. So I come to you with thanksgiving. And because I'm thanking you, I'm lifting my hands and I'm saying greater is coming. And I'm saying greater is coming. Greater is coming in my marriage. Greater is coming on my job. Greater is coming in my family. Greater is coming all around me. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. I've enjoyed the goodness of God. But I stand today to say greater is coming. Lift your hands and say greater is coming. Greater is coming for me. Greater is coming for me. I see the hand of God. He's been good to me. He's been faithful. He's been a great God. He has helped me. But Lord, I say greater is coming. Greater is coming. That I will not have enough room to hold it. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. You've not seen the end of it yet. You've not seen the last of it. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. I prophesy to you on your job, your business, your ideas, your plans. I say greater is coming. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. In the name of Jesus. Opportunities. 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 They come your way. Unhindered. Unrestricted. In the name of Jesus. Greater is coming. Greater is coming. Receive greater. Receive greater. Receive greater. Receive greater. Receive greater. In the name of Jesus.
because this thing has happened, now I believe. That's the testimony I see for someone. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, surprise us. Do something new, something different. Something that only you can do. Something that only you can do. Lift your hands to heaven. I release the blessing upon you. I release the blessing upon you. Let it find expression for you. Let it find expression for you. I hear, I hear my spirit. There's someone here. Your father, your father is, is, is working on a contract. He's working on the contract, working on the deal. I don't know. He's working on the contract. And somehow you are aware of the of the of the contract, of the stuff the father is working on. I hear God say. Word Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org.
for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.